Here's the portion of Pastoring Out Loud where we recap the last few weeks of sermons, just kind of talk a little bit freely. Uh, we said we were going to do this a few episodes ago, and just with the, the way that we're recording these episodes, um, usually two or three at a time, it doesn't always work for us to just insert either what we're going to talk about in a few weeks or what we ha- did several weeks ago. So we figured uh, we did Genesis 1 um, several weeks ago. And so Genesis 2 and 3, Dave just preached on Genesis 3 um, this last week in one sermon, surprisingly. Uh, but goodly. 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 He did it real surprisingly goodly. Surprisingly goodly. Um, you did a did goodly it, job. You did well, Lee. Um, <laughs> so just uh, reflections on Genesis 2 and 3. So I, um, you dipped a little bit into Genesis 2 with your second Genesis 1 sermon. I preached a first message on Genesis 2 about the Garden of Eden and the nature of the garden um, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then, uh, Dave, you preached on uh, man and the woman, the naming of the animals and the bringing forth of Eve. And then you preached on Genesis 3 uh, altogether. Any reflections on these? Nick, what did you think of those three sermons? Mine was the best, right? Yeah, so what I thought oh, is boy. that... Um, Hard dodge. <laughs> I, I, it's just, it strikes me as we go through Genesis 1 and 2, and even 3, um, how foundational these chapters are for setting up the themes of the whole Bible. And so, you, you know, you have God's people with God's presence in God's place. Um, and, you know, even like you talked about, Daniel, in the garden in Genesis 2, this is the place of to enjoy God. And so there's this temple, as it were, a temple garden. Yeah. And that gets traced his presence is with his people all the way through the Bible, and then we see it culminating in Revelation in this new garden city mm-hmm. that comes and where we enjoy God, and there's no need for the sun because we have his his presence with us. Yeah. That gets set up yeah. you know, at the beginning, and it it's it, traced all the way through the Bible. Makes it really fitting to preach Revelation right yeah, after we I, preach I Genesis. I you'd say that. Yeah. Um, so it's just striking me, and in, in, like in Genesis three, where you know sin happens, and obviously we see the effects of that, not only in all of the Bible, but today. But then we see the promise that there will be an offspring coming, and then the rest of Genesis is tracing that line of promise. Oh, here's an offspring. Here's an offspring, right? Is this going to be the one? Oh no, he failed. And here's another offspring. Is this going to be? The, and the tension is building, and then eventually that's pointing towards Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so these themes of the Bible are just right there. Yeah. I appreciated, Dave, both in Genesis 2, how you addressed um, kind of the, the self-conception issues that we run into today, things like gender and identity um, and conceptions of marriage um, that uh, presuppose that we get to decide all of that mm-hmm. uh, instead of what Genesis 1 and 2 points us towards, which is these are designed that we are designed beings designed for certain things for our enjoyment of God and that are some, some of what he's uh, written into the social order is intentional That's right. for our flourishing. That's and right. uh, then in your last sermon in Genesis three, how, uh, you know, just pastorally reminding us where these foreshadowings point towards the foreshadowing of, um, you know, there will be someone that crushes the head of the serpent and the foreshadowing of he clothed them you know, with, with animal skins, mm-hmm. though they were naked and ashamed, uh, he covered their shame. Mm-hmm. Um, so those beautiful gospel pointers, I appreciated both of those mm-hmm. a lot. Um, anything you'd add? 
Dave? About your own sermons. <laughs> I liked them. They or Daniel's. Great. They were great. Yeah, no, I, I, I just agree that there's there's so many uh, biblical themes that get started that, that really all culminate in Jesus. So, you know, I mean, you talked you talked really helpfully about the rivers of life, and we get there in Revelation as well. You talked about the tree, right? We got trees in the Bible. We got a tree of life and a tree of good and evil. I think those kind of get combined at the cross. And then at the end, we have a tree of life again in Revelation. Uh, we talked about the concept of rest, uh, rest being... Shalom. We're, we're with God in his place as his people, enjoying him. We get the foretaste of that now in Jesus, according to Hebrews 3 and 4, uh, and, and in the offer of Jesus to come and find rest in him. And then we, we see ultimate rest in, in Revelation again. You know, we, can, we, could, we could do that with so many different things. So there's all these biblical themes that get started, and I think it's just really fun to get to see God's intentionality in his authorship and just the realities that we're meant to lean into as his people, even post-fall in Christ. And then I think, like you said, Daniel, there's just so many, when it comes to the morality of our day and what it means uh, to be human beings flourishing, I just think Genesis 1 and 2 are such a stark contrast to the world we live in. And uh, and it's it's a beautiful thing to be a Christian hedonist, that thinks that we we find our most joy when we live for God's glory, when we enjoy God's glory, we enjoy God's design, because we don't have to come at the world with like this angry fist. You know, you're so stupid. How could you think this? Instead, we get to invite them into joy, <laughs> invite them into flourish and say, there's a creator and he made you for a certain thing and your, your, your soul is running after all these other things and all these other designs that you're creating but if you would just come on in here into the into the rest and life and design of your creator through the blood of Jesus, you would actually find what you're looking for. So I think it gives us just great a great apologetic, winsome apologetic for our day too. Amen. So we're coming up on Genesis 4, life outside the garden, and then we're going from there. What's the pace that we're going to try to hit here? Is it like two sermons uh one, we, we basically did either two or one sermon. One to two sermons a chapter. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm excited for it, man. We're doing Easter from uh, Genesis 8 and 9, so... Noah's flood. Kind of, yeah. It's going to get... It, it'll be interesting, but I think it'll work. Loop in some First Peter 3 action. <laughs> Got to. Building build tension. Dude, yeah, build and there's baptisms yep. that day, too, so... Yeah, man. <laughs> the water. First Peter 3! Yep. That's exciting. First Peter 3 gets weird. We're going to go there. No. Confuse all of our visitors. It's fine. fine. (laughs) All right. Looking forward to it, guys.